0: it's good to be back again i wasn't expecting you back so soon and uh, uh for those of you who don't know debbie's mom had surgery this past week Gallbatter. better gall, batter, gall, gall batter. <laughs> it's starting out really bad gallbladder surgery um this past week um and didn't didn't take very well at first and and they actually went out to see her she's doing much better she's home today Um, So, Jim sent me a text, and he's like, hey, I'd love if you would uh, fill in for us so we could go visit Debbie's mom. I'm like, yeah, so I'm happy to be here. Um, If you have your Bibles with you, open up to Ephesians chapter 5. We're going to be looking, um, starting in verse 15, Um, we're going to end verse 21. Let me just ask you guys a question real quick. How many of you are here right now? (laughs) Let's see some hands. How many of you are here right now? Okay, I know several of you are lying to me. I know there's one person in the back. I know there's at least one person in the back who's thinking about everything that they have to do this afternoon and tomorrow. They're thinking about how many bags of rocks we need to buy, how much rubber mulch we need to get to mulch our yard. I know there's some of you right now who are thinking about what you're going to be doing tomorrow. Tomorrow's Memorial Day. You may have friends coming over. You may have family coming over. You may be doing something else in particular. You probably have plans going on. You might be dwelling on the future. I know maybe there's some people here who are thinking about the past, maybe this past week, maybe conversations that you had this week, maybe um, just things in your life that have happened in your past that you dwell on over and over and over and over again. So whenever I ask that question, who is here right now, I can guarantee you every single person in this room is not fully here right now. And I think right now is... It's its one of the most misunderstood concepts of time. Of like being here, fully being here, and being here now. Time is... One of those things that we, we love to kind of think about in, in movies, in and of itself, no movie ever does time travel, correct? There's not really movies about time that, that are good, are really worthwhile. Some of them are kind of good, some of them are kind of not. But, but time is one of those things that I, I feel like we, as believers, really don't grasp very well. And, and I think we, we think of time a lot of all the things that have happened in the past. You know, let's, let's talk about the scripture. I mean, what we're looking at today, Ephesians was written thousands of years ago, right? Stuff that happened in the past. You also, there's times that we, we think about stuff that's going to happen in the future, right? So we're thinking about what happened in the past. We're thinking about what's going to happen in the future. One day, God's going to call us home. He's going to prepare a place for us but we're somewhere in the middle of those two things. We're right here, right now. And now is one of those concepts of time that I think we as Christians really struggle with. Wise words of Master Uguay, who was the turtle from Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> You're too concerned with what was and what will be. There is a saying, yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift. And that is why we call it the present. Our faith is torn between two trees. At the very beginning in Genesis, there's tree, garden of... tree of the knowledge of good and evil. At the very end of Revelation, in chapter 2, it talks about the tree of life. And our faith is in between these two trees, and we're stuck somewhere in the middle even at 2,000 years or so after the cross. So what do we have? What does God have for us to do now in our time, now in our day? And let me just tell you something. I am the best at wasting time. And you guys are like, yeah, yeah I know you fairly well, Tim. You're pretty good at wasting time. I can imagine some of you would want to compete with me. You might not want to admit that you want to compete with me, but you know that you could. You're like, I'm pretty good at wasting time. I'll give you a run for your money. You're you're like, yeah, we could do this. And that's why I want us to to focus on time, right here and right now, and and not just time, but but time that we have maybe wasted. Maybe we have wasted time dwelling on the past, dwelling on things that, have been, which have no effect on who we are right now. Maybe it's dwelling on things that could be, things in the future, and you're always planning, and you're never able to fully grasp who you are, where you are, right here and right now, and you're wasting time all over the place. But this time that is wasted can be fully redeemed. It can be fully Bought back, as this verse tells us, in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16, redeeming the time because the days are evil. How many of you, when you see this verse here, you're like, the days are evil? They're talking about today. How many of you are like, yeah, that's... No, this is like 2,000 years ago. It was evil then. It's evil still. The days are evil, and and they're they're always going to be evil. And that's why we must be masters of our time." That's why we must buy back our time. That's why we must redeem our time. My translation of Scripture really butchers this verse, but I'm going to use it anyways. That word redeeming the time is buying back this time. Time that we maybe have wasted with poor decisions in the past, maybe times that we have wasted just not knowing, maybe times that we are just dwelling on the future. Maybe it's a mistake that we've made, or maybe it's mistakes we're afraid we're going to make. There is something that can just paralyze us right here and right now. Well, we can buy that time back. And Ephesians chapter 5 is going to give us some great tips on how to redeem this time. And it's not just tips, but it's, it's to point our focus a little more on how we are to redeem this time That we are given. So today, more than anything, I want us to see that this is good news for all of us time wasters here. That we have opportunities right here, right now, today, not tomorrow, to buy back this time. Ephesians chapter 5, starting in verse 15. Look carefully, then, how you walk not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Let's pray real quick. Father, I just thank you so much for today, and I just thank you so much for the opportunity that, that we have here right now. And I pray that we can shut out those voices that that maybe we're listening to that that are pulling our focus to to something that's, that's happened in the past, something that could happen later, and I pray that we can just stop and listen right here, right now. What do you have for us to hear? I pray that we can dwell on what your Son has done for us, what He is doing for us, and what He will do for us so that we can live effectively right where we are in the way you are asking us to live that we can fully follow after you, that we can be led by your Spirit, that we can encourage one another so we can actively buy back time that we have wasted not doing those things. I just thank you so much for your Son, Jesus Christ, and the fact that because of Him, we are made new. And I thank you so much for the promises that you have for us. And I pray that today, right here Right now, we can hear you tell us to stop, to listen, to look, and to take in all you have for us right here, right now. It's in the name of your Son that we pray. Amen. Verse 15, look carefully how you walk, not as unwise as wise, making the best use of the time, because... The days are evil. The first thing about redeeming time I want us to listen to, I want us to grasp, is how intentional we must be in redeeming our time. Redeem time intentionally. Just as this verse says, look carefully how you walk. How many of you bumped into something that's right in front of your face as you're walking? I'm not the only one who's done that before. I'm glad some of you are okay to admit that. But as you're walking along, something just automatically appears right in your way that was stationary and was there for I don't know how long. I saw my daughter walk into a like door the other day and the door was open. Like, here's a door frame. How'd you hit the door? I walked into my car door a few days ago. Okay, it was open. She's like, uh <laughs> This verse about intentionality is walk and look very carefully. Look carefully how you walk. It's like making sure as you are taking the steps, as you go about your day, that you know exactly that you're putting your foot on solid ground. They're they're always telling stories of, of In military, in training special forces and how they train special forces to look for booby traps. You know how they train special forces to look for booby traps? In their training, they throw lots of booby traps at them. And it trains them to take every step cautiously, observing everything that is around them. When we are to redeem our time and redeem it intentionally, it helps if we walk very intentionally, walking with purpose. It's not telling us to stand still, is it? It's not telling us to not move. What is it telling us to do? Move. Move intentionally. Move carefully. Move with focus. Move with intention. Making the best use of your time. The verse this is the verse, this is the translation. I'm like, "Ah, they butchered it. Redeeming the time is so deep and so poetic, and this is just basic time management, right? Make the best use of your time. But that is what walking intently, in essence really is, is making the most of every opportunity that you have. We have wasted time all sorts of ways. If we are walking intently with purpose, if we are sure of where we are going, making the most of every opportunity, that is one of the first steps of redeeming the time. Time that we have wasted, we can now move forward with intentionally, knowing that the directions that we are heading in are carefully thought out. They're looked at. They're planned out. They're listening, as we're going to hear, to the Spirit's leading and His directing. If we are to be redeeming time, the first thing I want us to understand about it is redeem time intentionally. It may look different for those of us sitting here. It may look different for me than it does for you. But I guarantee you, time that we have wasted we can buy back with intentional thought and focus, watching carefully, watching over our footsteps, paying careful attention to how we spend our time and who we spend our time with. The second thing I want us to understand and, and to think that we're being encouraged about redeeming our time is found in verse 17 and verse 18. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. The second thing I want us to see about redeeming time is not just redeeming time intentionally, redeem time following the Spirit. Redeem time following the Spirit. If we're to walk carefully and know where we're supposed to be going. We have a spirit inside of us that will guide us. Therefore, don't be foolish. Understand that God has a plan for your life. Have you ever thought about how crazy it is that every single one of us are in this room at this point in time? Think about it. How many of you were were here a year ago? How many of you were here five years ago? How many of you were here 10 years ago? How many of you were in the Smyrna, Nashville, Murfreesboro area 15 years ago? Quite a bit of you. I can guarantee as we go down this list, we'll see that we've been all over the place. Some of us probably not even from the United States of America. And yet, here we are, right here, right now, all of us. And you think how crazy it is that we all are here together. God has a plan. And sometimes, God has a plan? God has a plan. This verse tells us, don't be foolish, understand God has a will. He has a plan. There are things that will help us. There are things that will hurt us. And as we're listening to the Spirit, as we're listening to His directions, He will direct us on the things that we should do. This verse pinpoints verse 18. Do not get drunk with wine, that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. If you look all through Ephesians chapter 5, and, and Colossians is an echo of this book as well. And there's, this passage is very similar in Colossians. And you'll find Colossians chapter 3, there's this same mindset being presented in this book. And, and you'll see there's lists of don't do these things, instead, do these things. There goes my stand. In Colossians, it's referred to as put off this. Put off these things, put on these things. You'll see in Ephesians chapter 5, there's lists. Don't do these things anymore, instead do these things. This verse tells us, verse 18, Don't get drunk with wine, for that's debauchery, for that's wasteful, but be filled with the Spirit. Put off things that are wasteful, put off being in Influenced by other things. What is it telling us to be influenced by? The Spirit. One of the things I think gets misunderstood about this, we focus on the do not, right? Where it's like, don't get drunk. I tell you what, you can spend your entire life not drinking a drop and 100% miss the point of this verse. This verse is telling us There's the old way of life that's wasteful. There's the new way of life. Listen to the Spirit. God has a plan. Be very carefully in tune with where you go, what directions you take, what steps you take. Listen to the Spirit's leading as He's going to help direct you along the plan, along the path that God has for your life. Not only are we to redeem time intentionally, We are to redeem that time by following the leading of the Spirit, not by wasting our time doing the things we know we are supposed to have put off a long time ago, things that we have been set free from, and redeeming time following after the Spirit's leading. We can redeem time our time by following after the Spirit's leading. Verse 19, well, how else can we redeem our time? Verse 19, addressing one another in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. Give thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. We can redeem time intentionally. We can redeem time following the Spirit's leading. The last thing I want us to, to really grasp and really understand right here and right now, we can redeem time with one another. Redeeming time on one another. One of the biggest lessons I've learned over the past two or three years is how much I need other people around me. And that also means sometimes we have to be the person that other people need to be around. Sometimes we have to be around other people so they can pour into us. Sometimes we have to be the other person that can pour into other people. But we need one another, and this this passage points us to one another, and it tells us to look at one another, look at each other's faces, to submit to one another in service, to follow after one another, to encourage one another through our words, to encourage one another through the songs that we sing together, to be a part of one another's lives. If somebody's down to be able to say, hey, cheer up, kiddo, hopefully you'll do a little better job than I did right there. You sit down, you listen, you encourage. Sometimes it's just sitting there with a box of Kleenex being a shoulder that they can cry on and say, I understand things are really hard right now. I understand you might be confused or you might be hurting. But God loves you and so do I. Keep in there. It's reminding each other of the gospel, reminding each other of of the love of God and that we have been made new. We are new creatures and we have a plan, a purpose that we all are a part of. It's not just an individual trip that I get to make, that you get to make. It's things we all get to do together. The church, the body of Christ, It's his people. It's us. And it's us being together. It's us speaking encouragement to one another, building one another up, singing these songs of praises of what God has done to ourselves and others. It's giving thanks for all that he has done in Christ's name. It's how we are to not just redeem the time that we have but redeeming this time together. And there are people all around us that as we are redeeming the time, as we are redeeming the time intentionally, and as we are listening to the Spirit's leading, and as we are building one another up, there are people all around us who God can put us in their paths for a reason. And that reason sometimes can be to introduce them into the new life that is found in turning over their lives to Jesus Christ. Or at least pointing to Him. And at least sharing the good news. And I, I think this is something that can start with you and, and me tomorrow morning. So I'm, I think the better time for us to start is right right now. Of thinking right here, right now, how can we redeem this time? How can we buy back time that we have wasted, time that we have lost, time that maybe we have just stood still out of being confused, of being hurt, of being broken, sometimes standing still just because we're scared, we don't know what to do, or, or just out of apathy. But we can, right here, right now, choose to be fully here, right here, and right now. To love, love one another, to love God our Father, to encourage one another. To reach out to one another and say, hey, I thought about asking you for lunch this week and I didn't, but hey, can, can we make that right? Can we get lunch together or dinner together? Can we get a cup of coffee? Can we spend time together? If somebody is in your head right now that you have this feeling on your heart that you need to actively go to and... Pursue something with. Maybe it's forgiveness. Maybe it's some kind of, maybe it's an open door to just, hey, let's spend time together. I want to challenge you to follow through with that. Right here, right now. We have opportunities all around us. We have opportunities if the Spirit is leading us. And if we are listening and we hear his voice, we have opportunity to be used by him to be a part of God's plan. To be a part of sharing the good news, not just with our brothers and sisters in Christ, but with those who are far from him. We can buy back that time and we can put it in into practice right here and right now by living intentionally. Living focused and walking carefully. Fully seeking after his leading in our lives. I think one reason why this has been standing out to me so much lately is I've feel a heavy burden for for not wasting my personal time anymore of listening to what not just he is telling me but listening to everything that is going on around me right here and right now i have beautiful children And they are fantastic. And there is so much time that I waste by dwelling on the past, thinking in the future, or dwelling at my stupid cell phone. I know there is time that I could be using intentionally with them. Same with my wife. Same with the people who live around me. Same with my co-workers. I know I personally have wasted a whole lot of time. And the good news of the gospel is, right here and right now, I can begin buying that back. I can begin living intentionally, sharing the good news, not just with my beautiful children, not just with my beautiful wife, with my coworkers, with my neighbors. And I get to be here today and share it with you guys. And that is an amazing opportunity. Is there somebody that you know you need to intentionally invest some time in? That you need to intentionally pursue a relationship with? That you need to be fully present in their circumstances? Maybe just sitting there and listening, maybe just shutting the phone off or the TV, or the computer, or whatever, and just sit and be a part of that relationship. Redeem that time. Redeem it for you never know what God's plan is with that relationship. And you may have said, I have wasted this relationship with something I have done, or something I have said. There is so much power in the words, I'm sorry. And there is so much power in forgiveness. And there is so much power that those relationships you may feel that you have completely wasted, they're not. They can be redeemed as well. God is in the redemption business. He's about redeeming lives. And right here, right now, He is challenging us to redeem our time. The word time in scripture, there's, there's two different words. There's chronos, which is the passing of time, which some of you are saying, Tim, quite a lot of time has passed. <laughs> Wrap it up. Then there's kairos. Kairos is kind of cool. Kairos is the kind of time where time just stops. Or it's not really measured. But if it is measured, it's measured in impact. It's measured in importance. It's the kind of time that just catches you. When God's telling us to redeem the time, he's using that word kairos. He's using that word of a magnificent event of a significant encounter that you have. Time can completely be bought back. Let's be active participants in using our time and redeeming our time so that God who's in the redemption business can continue part His plan of redeeming the entire world. And there are several people out there just waiting for that one significant moment where God turns their lights on and makes things real. Or that one significant moment in your life whenever true forgiveness is restored in relationship. Or whenever that barrier is broken between you and another person. And maybe it's the barrier between you and God. God wants to buy that time back. And He's done it. And he is challenging us to actively go about doing it. To buy back that time. All for the sake of his son. So I want to challenge you this week. Find ways to redeem your time. And and even if it's just giving an encouraging word to a brother and sister in Christ. Do that. And I said I want to challenge you this week. But I want to challenge you right here and right now to begin right here and right now. Don't wait for tomorrow. Right? Let's start now. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you so much for your son Jesus Christ and I just thank you so much for all that he has done, the work that he accomplished on our behalf on the cross. I thank you so much that you love us so much that that you gave us your son. And I know, Lord Father, that, that you are preparing a place for us, that, you, that we do have a, a future home and a future hope. But I pray that, that right here and, and right now, we can learn how to reconcile the two. So we're not just sitting around waiting for you to return, but we're actively living out, intentionally seeking out opportunities, to buy back that time. All for the sake of your kingdom. All in Jesus Christ's name. If there is somebody that you have put on our hearts, if we have been sitting here today, right here and right now, I pray that we take the action step to follow after your leading. That we may truly pursue that relationship. That we may be that encouraging presence in their life. That we may let the world know that you love them as a person and you love the world as a whole, that you are the great Redeemer. Thank you for all that you have done. Thank you for being present with us right here and right now. You are with us. Thank you for all that you have done. Thank you for your son. It's in his name that we pray. Amen.